0: man welcome to Fall hat you know i am you know i'm here to do i am here to rock there we go uh usually with us, xavier guerrero he's literally uh been booted from the show not for good just because his uh internet wasn't working so he jumped off so check out his podcast called we don't smoke the same available now joining me on the ones and twos live from Joe Rogan studio Johnny Woodard aka Jay J-
2: Nice well, what's happening to him what's going Hi, on man Jay Nice how are hey, you bud good man how just are back you? in uh still back in North Carolina living that uh freezing life it was i know you were just there it was cold right
0: it was cold it was cold okay definitely cold but you know what, man? I'm glad you're back with your family. Spending a little time with your grandma, okay? Love you very much. Shout out, grandma, okay? Thank you. Guys, if you want to see me live, I'm going to be in New Jersey at the Dojo of Comedy inside TIFFS, okay? Just go to tiffscomedy.com and grab your tickets. I will be there March 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'll be there with Howie Dewey and Tino Sanchez and tickets believe it or not are moving quickly. So grab them real quick. That's tiffcomedy.com. Hopefully dojo comedy website will be up and running very soon. I'm also going to be at this. I'm also going to be at Float fest in Texas. That is M- March 10th. I arrive on the 9th show on the 10th jam on the 11th. Listen, you can get all these at Go to samtriply.com and check out and you can click on there and then bring your links to buy the tickets. Okay. So go check that out. And then at the end of March, I'm in Lombard, Illinois. Uh, so go check that out. Please do guys. I have a whole bunch. Oh, by the way, I'm really off today. I just gotta let you guys know that. So I'm sorry. This seems disjointed. I'm a little all over the place, but go check out samtriply.com. All of my videos are there. I have, I have broken sim will be there. I will have uh, Tim Full hats there, guys. Every episode is there. It's not over. I know people on YouTube are like, I can't believe you're on the show. It's not. It's not. It's at santerply.com. Go check it out. All, everything I do is there. We will soon have my paywalls over there, so you'd be able to get Timfo hat and zero on there for one low price. Now, if you, if you want to get zero by itself, it's available on rockfin.com. That's rockfin.com slash zero. So you get my spiritual podcast and you can get Johnny and I's new uh, sports podcast called The Grace of All Time Sports Talk and both of those for $10. And we're about to put Broken Sim on there as well. So you'd be able to get all those right there for a low, low price of $10. But while you're waiting for that, you can get Broken Sim what week early, Johnny? Two weeks early on on Patreon. Depends.
2: It depends on the thing. Yeah, it's unedited. Those the big thing, no ads or anything like that. It's uh, Patreon dot slash Broken Simulation and the Rockfin thing. That's R O K F I N dot com slash Greatest for the sports thing.
0: Go check it out. It's uh, it's it, it's a blessing. Basically, what Rockfin does for ten dollars, you can get everybody's content. It is a Netflix way of doing it, and I'm telling you, it is the future. Please go cool. check it out. New t-shirts available. Go to tinfoldhot shirtscom Okay. And check out all the new t-shirts. We got Fisting the Machine. We have a limited edition of them. And we also have we also have uh, the new the new fight for charity that will be available at tinfoilhot shirtscom Guess where else you can get go to. Go to samtripley.com and hit the merch. You can find our, our cups there. You can find our t-shirts there, samtri.com. Com. Also, we did-
2: uh, yeah, we just released the new Broken Simulation. Sam uh, recounts his visit to Tim Pool's podcast where he had a brush with the CIA. If you want to hear about that, uh, yeah! check out Broken Simulation, the podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are sold. And then on YouTube uh, on the Tim Foil Hat channel. That's where we're posting that now on YouTube. One more thing. I have to – I've been asked. Uh, apparently, people are still hounding the whiskey, beer, and conspiracies guys <laughs> about paying me back. They did pay me back. Uh, they paid quickly. They paid promptly, uh, so they do not owe me anymore. They asked me to – I guess our, the swarm has just been badgering that guy to, to pay me back. So, uh, yeah, no, he paid back uh, almost almost right away. So it's They're good people. good people. Show good them
0: people. a sub. Listen to their show. They're great people. Also, I have a new show called Cash Daddies. People are talking about It's a wonderful investment show. If you're learning to invest your money, IRAs, stocks. Digital currency. It's the show to check out. Does Dave Boom. Ramsey
2: put you to sleep? Then check out Cash Daddies. It's the show for you. That's like the number one guy in finance. He's this boring. Like he's got oh, really, yeah, Dude, he's, he's got like. like, he's like se- well, it's like he's really like. I don't know. He's kind of old fashioned, and he's he's got these seven baby steps. You got to start by paying off your debt, and then you save a thousand dollars for an emergency fund. It's it's these steps to getting like financial freedom. Anyway, I
0: love that though. No, it's cool though. No, No, he's
2: no dude, he's a badass. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he he knows what he's talking
0: about, man. If you love him, you'll love us. We're a little crazier, but dude, anything you do to put your money to work for you, you got to do that. Okay, so listen to any financial show you can. Please check out Cash Daddies, it is rocking, and please enjoy the show. From the fountain of knowledge. All right, so let's get into it. Here we are. Uh, we're very excited to have this gentleman on. He is uh, he's a paranormal investigator and a filmmaker. Please welcome Jason Hewlett. How are you, sir? Great, Sam. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us on our little show. We appreciate it. For our listeners who may not know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and where they can find you.
1: Well, I'm, uh, I guess, yeah, I'm a Canadian, like you said, paranormal investigator, filmmaker, author, broadcaster, a little, little bit of everything. Um, can be found, like my stuff can be found on uh, the Paranormal Network right now, which is off of joeblo.com. And uh, we came from the basement.com as well. And then, you know, Twitter, Jason Hewlett, all that kind of stuff. Um, all right,
0: well, And that is where I'll be available in the links below. I've got to be honest with you, man. Canada is really kicking a whole lot of ass when it comes to the alternative media, whether it's research, spirituality, conspiracy. Like there's some of our best guests are from Canada. So we're super excited to have you on. It's very interesting that you guys are so... Uh, deep into the alternative and yet you your prime minister is a giant sack of shit which is like but 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 we have nothing we can't give. i mean dude we have outdone you at least yours is good looking you know what i'm saying
1: he does the hair hair flip really really well if you've watched any videos with him he's got that down pat right so i don't know castro's Um, kids a
0: d-back i gotta be honest with you man (laughs)
1: i think maybe we're more open to it i guess like we smoke more pot up here i don't know you know we legalize (laughs) it it's easier to get a hold of you can buy it any like we got pot stores as common as liquor stores in canada right now so it keeps everybody pretty chill well i've always said this about canada canada's
0: most conservative person is probably a liberal in in america like you know (laughs) i i go i i do shows up there i go to a mall and like edmonton They have like adult bookstores and gun shops in the mall, Yeah, in the mall. Like people would lose their skulls down here. They would be either. They'd be super happy about the adult bookstore with glory holes, or they'll be super upset or super (laughs) excited about the gun shop, but they'll never meet in the middle. Be like, dude, both are great. I can get a fucking pistol and I can fucking get a dildo. I like, like the beauty of that.
1: (laughs) And the mall has sharks too in the aquarium. So that's pretty cool. Sharks and ice rink, a shooting range. I mean, it's like,
0: it really is like, oh dude, this is, this is called logical. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you guys are great. So enough of yelling you about how great you are. Um, So we're super, I love the paranormal. I'm always into it. I always find it so fascinating. Like, what is the paranormal? Like, like, is, is this, uh, souls who can't pass on to the next side? Are they archons that we accidentally hear that we're not supposed to hear? Are they, you know, there's some people thinking the simulation that these are just old uh, programs that are still around that haven't been deleted yet. It's such an interesting su- subject. What uh, How? What
1: got you in the paranormal? It's kind of something I was always interested in. Like, as again, mm. most people that tackle it in a semi-professional, I'm using quotes, you know, manner. Uh, started off as interested as kids, like you're into horror movies and that kind of gets you wondering about all the other spooky shit that goes on around you. Um, when I was like five or six, I had a, a weird experience. I um, was going to pick up a buddy who was going to sleep over. Uh, and I drove over to his house with my mom and she went up to get him. And I was hanging out in the back of a car and it was like a, a purple gremlin. I don't know if you ever know what a, the gremlin was. It was a really ugly, ugly, ugly car yeah, yeah. 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 Horrible. Yeah. Um, and I was hanging out in the back of it, waiting for him to, to, them to come back to the vehicle and i was sort of looking around i looked out the back window of the hatchback and one minute there's nothing and then this face appeared and then what? it disappeared yeah and it was like i can still remember it like it, i was six at the time i'm 48 right now so do the math i can still picture it it's this weird ass mongoloid face that was there in a second and gone so nothing there gone no one else on the street no footsteps no one banged on the vehicle it was gone and it scared the shit out of me uh and then so i Dove to the bottom of the hatchback and was just sort of waiting, looked up. And then my buddy walked up and I'm like, did you see anyone around the car? And he's like, no. And I'm like, were you hanging out around the car? And he's like, no. I was at the door. I just got here. Same thing with my mom. Mom, did you see anybody? She's like, no, you imagined it. Like, don't worry about it. But that was the first thing that happened to me that I just couldn't explain. And it sort of burned itself into my memory. And that's kind of where it really started. Because after that, I mixed that with like a semi unhealthy fear of the dark, like always feeling that something else was around. Um, And it just went from there. And as I got older, I wanted to find out more about it. And what might have happened to me? Did I hallucinate it? Do I have mental health problems? Like what, what's going on? Uh, And that kind of really kicked it off, Sam. Um, Then like about six, seven years later, where I live, we're right smack dab in the middle of Bigfoot country up here in British Columbia, Canada. And I grew up on a cabin on a lake. And so I'd always be out there hanging out with my parents or my buddies. And I was like a free range kid. My parents didn't care what I did as long as I was back for like lunch, dinner, and bedtime. So we'd spend a lot of time running around in the woods. And from this cabin into the woods, there's the same route that we took. And you'd pass all these trees and it'd be pine needles and all that kind of stuff. And we <laughs> went out there earlier in the day, came back for dinner, decided to do one kind of final hike before it got too dark, went back up the same path. And underneath this tree was this little lean-to a fire pit and a bone inside the lean-to and not like human sized stuff. It was all small stuff. So like the lean-to would have been like, you know, maybe two, three feet high, two, three feet wide. Wasn't there earlier in the day. So we stopped, like, that's kind of strange. You know, hung out a bit and like, you know, it's getting dark. This is kind of weird shit. Let's go back to the cabin. Went back to the cabin, talked about it all night. Couldn't believe what we'd just seen. So first light, the next day we got up, we ran right back up the trail to that spot. There was nothing. There's no sign that anything there, no lean to There's pine needles, completely covered with pine needles. Like there'd been nothing there undisturbed. And so those two things really launched like an interest in wanting to know what the fuck is going on and why did I see it? And other people don't exactly that kind of thing. Well, that's a whole
0: interesting thing too. It's like, why do some people see stuff and why don't others? And for me, it just comes down to what level have you locked, uh, unlocked, in the simulation, in this simulation, whatever, you know, it's like, what have you unlocked? Because the more levels you unlock, the more you see and the more you're open-minded to what is going on. Like, you know, it's like when, if you have a black belt in conspiracies, you're not necessarily believing in everything. You can just have a discussion about it without losing your skull and your head exploding. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Right? And that—that's—I mean, like I tell people all the time, and I get crap in my uh, in the comment sections about the about the fact that I had a hat that would make things disappear. It was a, a my grandfather's old hat. We put stuff under it and disappear. And, You know, as a kid, you you think it's amazing, but you move on to a million other things. And you know, it was always with this one babysitter too. It's very interesting. And there was also a time. We're like around my house, this babysitter was at my house. We would get knocks on our window and we run out and there was nobody there, but they were, they would just keep going to the point. Where we had to call her sister over just to calm everybody down. It was like really crazy, but it's like, you tell some people like, like, Oh dude, you're just making up. It's like, no dude. I, I remember it as real as there is dead. I know Johnny's dad has some stories about some stuff. And it's just like, it really gets into that world of like, Are there things that are outside of the scientific uh, ability to explain it? You know, I think there
1: definitely there has to be, right? I think it's as natural a phenomenon as anything else. It's probably been with us since the dawn of our, you know, people on the planet. Um, And there's a writer named Colin Wilson out of the UK, and he wrote a really good book called The Occult. Or he was a complete skeptic. Got hired to write this book about the occult, so he researched it and he examined activity throughout history. by the end of writing the book, he was a believer because he stuff weird shit started to happen to him while writing this book. And he said he calls it faculty X, and he says everybody has it, and it's our ability to tune into what's really going on in the world around us. And when we were living out on the prairies and had to, you know, like hunt and gather to survive and lived in caves we used it all the time and it would kind of help us survive and as we became more quote-unquote civilized and cultured and started living in communities and created internet and lights and all this stuff most people tuned out of it and when people have something happen that taps into faculty x usually they freak out they think they're going nuts so they just don't want to talk, tell anybody about it but those of us sometimes who have these experiences started wanting to know more the more we look the more we find the more we're utilizing this faculty x And it just kind of goes off from there. So I think it's something we all have. It's just most people choose not to because it freaks them out. And it makes them think freaks more going on in life.
0: And for some reason, women seem to be more into it than men. I don't know why. I guess because they're more emotional, would you say? Like they're more empathic than men who tend tend to be more systematic and try to find patterns and stuff. Whereas Mm -hmm. women tend to have more of this love and uh, openness to, to make, I mean, like love itself is like something. Can you explain it scientifically? Can you explain momentum? Can you explain it? We all feel it. You're like, Oh, the Mm -hmm. momentum shift. He's, he's winning the fight. That team's suddenly turned it around. How do you measure that?
2: I don't know how you
0: measure it, but I know that it exists and we all know it could exist. It's just like, I don't know, man, there's so much information out there just to believe like what is being able to be proved scientifically to me is just really crazy. And the paranormal
1: is 100% a part of that. But I like how you use sort of the love and the momentum analogy, because that's exactly it. It's something you can feel. You experience it when it happens, uh, but you can't recreate it in a lab anywhere. And I think that's exactly what the paranormal and we go and investigate we're using equipment that's trying to be scientific to study something that isn't scientific at all. Um, and there's no logic to how it works. And I think whatever it is, has an intelligence to it as well. Cause every time you go looking for it and you try to point a camera to spot where everyone's seen this ghost, you know, every Friday the 13th at nine o'clock at night, you're there Friday the 13th nine o'clock at night with the camera, nothing happens, but it happens in another part of the house. So it almost yeah. knows we're paying attention. It's fucking with us at the same time, right? It doesn't want to be caught on camera. And, that's kind and of the if way you were I, I,
0: a ghost, you would be fucking with people, too. I mean, like, what well, else do you have to do? Yeah,
1: exactly, right? You're hanging out in a dark, cold house, maybe, or someone all else's All your chores house
0: and... are probably, all your ghost chores are probably done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You made your ghost bed,
1: you did your ghost <laughs> homework,
0: you got, you're bored, man. You got to do something. Well, And oh, we can't hear him. Maybe that's better. <laughs> there we go. Go hey, on. That- Sam was saying that uh, females feel like uh, the spiritual Oh you guys can uh, Yeah, you oh, need man, you I'm should right. unlog and come back. Did you hear me? And, I was just saying was just... Uh, that uh, You sound you like the resistance from spiritual... Terminator right the now. Spiritual realm a little bit more. I will... there, we go. there we go. Does he sound like <laughs> right? Yeah. You're like we will come, the robots will come and just know there is hope fight fight back i was like what do you
2: it's like where it cuts out on the most important part of the message it's like and whatever you do never go to yeah Yeah. (laughs) this message ends now
0: (laughs) uh, while we're waiting for xavier guerrero uh johnny you know i was it you no i it was ryan back in the day always wanted to go to the cecil hotel i don't know if, uh, no, Johnny, I won't fire Xavier. Okay. He's going <laughs> to stay on the
2: show. Uh, Netflix just did a big, big doc about that. Have you seen that? They just did a yeah, big doc yeah. on the season. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, so, so place. supposedly
0: they found, they asked the guy and the guy's like, yeah, what the guy? latch was open. There was somebody who worked there. I haven't seen the doc yet, but they said that the latch was open. Cause people are like, how did she get up yeah. there with the latch?
2: Oh, what? Well, yeah. 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 It but wasn't still, locked, yeah.
0: that thing is pretty heavy. That tiny Asian chick
2: was gonna, yeah, able to well, lift
0: that up and jump in there.
2: The point they made to counter that was that it would have been because of the tightness of the space to get to that particular drum and the climb that you would straight up on a ladder, they would have had to carry her body up. I mean, it would have right. just it'd been an incredible feat of strength. Now I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't know, but that was what they said to counter the, the possibility that she was carried up there. Uh, Unconscious, so I don't know.
0: Uh, but well, but if what it if it's up. some paranormal stuff? Well, they blame it. Oh, on may well be bipolar. that. Yeah. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah. They blame it on by porners, Jason. How many people do you think actually go through seeing stuff through because of a mental disorder? Have you met someone where you're like, oh, this person for sure is like is not seeing what I'm seeing. Cause they straight up said she was mental disorder. They like the coroner wrote it down. Like, Hey, it was a bipolar disorder. She wasn't taking a pill. How often would you say you were like, Oh, Hey, that person's got a little, like. Well, I think schizophrenics. I don't know if they see stuff, but I know they hear stuff for yeah, sure. They, they What's they your thought on that stuff. Jason?
1: Well, I know one thing we do before, cause we do uh, residential and commercial investigations with our group. Uh, Canadian paranormal foundation. What do you mean one
0: commercial? The- what do you
1: like? Uh, but this Burger King's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> It must be a Canadian, like if it's a business. So someone's business. we call okay, it okay. theater, right? no, no. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we always, that's one question we always ask is like, do you have, like, are you, you know, do you have a mental, you know, do you have a history of mental health in your family? Do you know how, how frequently do you do drugs or alcohol? You know, uh, just to kind of weed, weed out people that maybe just are having a mental health issue. Right. Or maybe it's just alcohol. They're doing too many drugs. A lot of people we run into too. They want something to be happening to them. Like they're into the occult, oh, yeah. they watch all the movies, they read all the books, they've got the black shirts, you know, they got upside down crosses on their walls, <laughs> and, you know, and you go to these homes and you're just like, Hi, you know, we probably shouldn't even be in here, because this could be be really bad anyways, but it's, yeah, that's, that's right, it's a question we ask all the time, because it is, I'd say nine times out of ten, when you're investigating an alleged haunting, it's no, it's not really haunted at all, it's not a ghost, it's
2: something else.
0: Listen, man, we all shop online, okay? Johnny, you shop
2: online, right? I'm shopping online right now, actually.
0: <laughs> Look at, okay, glad you're paying attention to the show. <laughs> Listen, we've all seen the promos fields that taunt us at checkout, okay? But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, right? Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your car. Honey supports over... 30,000 stores online, okay? They range from tech to gaming to popular fashion brands, even food delivery, okay? It's really, imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to checkout, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds and Honey searches for coupons, all the coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, You'll watch your prices drop. It's that simple, man. Johnny's used it for sneakers. I've used it for trying to find karate lessons, okay? We've, uh, we've tried to use it. Johnny's used it. We all love it. I, I try to play it. It really it is all that simple,
2: time. too. It really is dead simple. I mean, it takes no effort. It's, it's, it's like free money, basically.
0: Free money, yo. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Come on, man. If you don't already have honey, you could be you could be straight up missing out on free savings. Okay. It's literally free and installs in seconds. And by getting it, you'd be doing yourself a solid supporting and you'll be supporting this podcast. Okay. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash tinfoil hat. That's join joinhoney, joinhone o-n-e-y dot com slash tinfoil hat. You know what, dude? Uh, I I think it would be hilarious if you want to get possessed and no ghost wants anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, actually. You're like, hey. Take me. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like those here. alien people. Yeah. Those alien You're like the chunky person at the end of the bar at the end of the night, and everyone's like, nah, I'll go home by myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Long line of demons just doing the same thing. It's like, nah, no. <laughs> no,
0: I'm good. I'm not that drunk. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, but come on, possess me, man. Um, so so you say you get called. I I I'm really sorry, guys. I'm doing a lot of ums today, and I, I it upsets me. So my apologies. I almost did another um right there. So basically, on how many of these calls do you get called on? Do you actually see something, or you feel something, or there is uh uh, some
1: kind of measurable situation it's it's actually pretty more common than i thought going into doing this um there's definitely there's been houses we've gone to where there's been nothing and people have reported you know they've seen water coming out of the ceiling dark shapes in the downstairs tv's turning off and on and we've spent like a whole night in the house like the homeowners left we're just sort of hanging out there go through the whole place spend hours and we get jack shit um, but there's a lot of the time I'd say 75% of the time something happens because we've kind of done all the checks and balances beforehand so that we kind of feel at least there's something going on there, but even within like a single investigation, we'll have stuff happen. That's definitely, we, we'd lean more towards the paranormal side, but there's stuff happened that we've been able to debunk as just being like wind through a crack in a window or a creaky floorboards, you know, pipes, that kind of stuff. So it, it, it was interesting that it was, we get, quite often we'll at least get one thing kind of per investigation even it's just like a a recording of a voice or movement on a motion sensor kind of thing so it was more more common than i thought so have you
0: if you had to say what was the most interesting you know story that the most interesting call you've had to go investigate
1: there's a place uh near about an hour from where i live called bailey house and it's an old heritage home uh, that's now run by a kind of a community group. And it's open to the public. And there's been stories that have gone on here for years about, you know, ghosts and paranormal activity. So we've investigated there about three or four times now and, and filmed it for one of our, our YouTube episodes. And so the first time I even went in there it was middle of winter. We're kind of upstairs. And it's got like these dolls from the turn of the century. So you know, like the porcelain creepy dolls. There's a whole room that's just set up with these dolls and these old toys. And we're kind of doing. That. We're using a spirit box to try to communicate with something there. We're asking questions, and you're getting little bits of yes or no's, which you can't really count for anything. And I was like, "Look, you know, like just, to, you know, tell me your name, and I'll go." And I get a voice that says, "Fucking prick." <laughs> and we all stopped. the ghost is working blue, man. Yeah, I know. I couldn't, I've never had anything like that happen before or since, but it called me a fucking prick. And so we were kind of, that was right out front of the doll room. So we're kind of trying to continue the line of questioning. And this little toy hammer goes flying off a shelf put a foot into the room and just like you tunk, thunk, And we both kind of just stopped and looked at it like that. So I've never seen that happen before either. Um, and that was really the two bit. And that happened within like the first hour of being at this place. And usually it takes hours to get stuff going. And it's, this happened like, boom, just like that. So that was kind of the, the most interesting haunting investigation i'd ever been on at that point and it still kind of stays there and we've been back a few times since and had lots of different stuff we were using a laser grid in the basement and a laser okay. grid's like a laser point pen but it shoots out like thousands of them so it creates this grid pattern on a wall and if something oh yeah from- like
0: you're like you bond and you gotta
1: like kind of get yeah. through it to get the diamond yeah, to like get back like i'm all stirring yourself that yeah yeah um we're using that we turned it on and it looked like a figure was standing a shadow of a figure is standing on the wall So we turn the lights on and there's nothing obstructing it. Kind of put our hands in front of the laser grid. Nothing there. All right, fine. Turn the lights off. It's still there. We did that three or four times. And then finally it just was gone. We turned the lights off and it it had vanished like something had stepped away from that pattern. So like Bailey House is a place I really, really like going to. It almost always delivers every time we go. Like we go to some of these places multiple times, just collecting enough data to give to the owners of the place that they can do something with it, whatever they want. So... That one really sticks out in my but mind. But did you
0: die, though? though? That's the question. Has <laughs> there ever been a time where you were like, dude, we lucky we got out there or else we would be ghosts ourselves?
1: That did happen to me, yes. Um, earlier, much earlier, when I started investigating on my own before be- belonging to any group, uh, there's a place in the town where I live. I live in a place called Kamloops, British Columbia. Um, and just outside of town, there's a place called Tronquil Sanitarium. So it's, an, it's exactly what it sounds like. It was a tuberculosis clinic after the war, then it became an insane asylum. Whoa. And it yeah. shut in the 80s. They deinstitutionalized every asylum here in Canada. Basically, they just let everybody go. Here's your drugs, go out on the street. Um, yeah,
0: Reagan did that in the United States. See, sh- they shut at the same
1: time. All the institutions
0: and put everybody on the streets.
1: Yeah, without any care. It's a whole other topic of conversation yeah, right there. I'm with you um but we anyways we got i knew someone who was the caretaker of this place because they were trying to develop it so i got to go on and just run rampant and we would do investigations there with my own people um and because it's canada and we used to get a ton of snow here in the wintertime to get from building to building they built tunnels underground so we did a whole day-long investigation and It was getting we were down in the tunnels looking for anything taking pictures doing recordings and we came up in what was a laundry building because this isn't just an institution it was a whole little city they had their own school, own laundry, city hall, doctors' offices, home. This
0: mental facility.
1: Yeah, it was huge. It's a huge place. If you saw oh the oh my god with Liam Neeson, they filmed all the Mexico stuff and where they broke Murdoch out of the hospital. Hold on, they filmed
0: watching. the Mexico stuff in Canada.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess Canada looks more like I don't know. Mexico You guys, than Mexico. you guys, Canada
0: gets better Coke and better <laughs> filming of Mexico. Dude, XG, you should yeah, go yeah. up there and fit right in.
2: That might be my next move. I just don't like the cold,
1: though. Because the cold. It does tough. Get cold. Up tough. Yeah. Yeah, very look, cold. Look, look at Texas.
0: They're crying. Texas is crying right now. Oh, my God, dude. That's so crazy. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about our friends at Proactive. Uh, I cannot recommend a, 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 a product more. I have personally used it. I still use it. I'm 48 years old. I still get zits on my nose and it upsets me. And proactive have saved me time and time and time again. I am talking, I'm going on my second decade of using proactive uh I, i've always had nasty acne whether it's from stress or just what i'm eating i have acne show up i usually get it in this area in my nose and i used to get it in my neck man i used to get really nasty boils right here and thanks to uh Pro-A- yeah dude it was really nasty and really uncomfortable sounds painful and, yeah. yeah and they're painful totally johnny and you know thanks to proactive. Uh, I don't have to, I, I deal with them real quick, and I don't have a nasty acne problem anymore. And proactive, no matter what level of acne you have, proactive has a system for you. Three different systems designed for your skin type. Okay, they got proactive solution, the original system suitable for all skin types. Proactive Plus for sensitive skin types, and proactive MD prescription strength for subtle stubborn. Breakouts, and I used to get stubborn breakouts, okay? It's the first clinical combination therapy system that started a skincare revolution, okay? And I cannot recommend them enough, dude. I used it, and it saved me. So right now is a great time to try Proactive for our podcast listeners. You can get a special limited time offer by going to proactive.com. Slash Sam, that's P R O A C T I V dot com slash Sam. Subscribe today and you will receive Proactive's Hydrating Duo as a free gift. That includes four hydrogel masks and the green tea moisturizer. And I love that green tea moisturizer. Trust me, you'll you'll love it on your skin. It's, it's just a breath of fresh air all over your all over your face. Okay. Best of all, you'll get free shipping. Okay. Again, visit proactive.com slash Sam. Take advantage of this special offer now. That's proactive.com slash Sam and subscribe to constantly clear skin. If it worked for me, it can work for you, and I can't recommend proactive enough. Trust me, it's a, it's a godsend. So
1: it's this giant, like, just is it still there? Yeah, it's there. It's falling into disrepair though. Like they're trying to develop it into something, and nothing works. Like they can't. Oh get my! Going? Are it's, they
0: trying to turn it into like apartment complex?
1: Yes. You're exactly. like, hey man, we
0: got this like one That's bedroom. Fine, it's man. only hundred bucks. Why it's so? Why is it so cheap? <laughs> Don't worry
1: about it. Yeah, it was not built on an ancient indian burial ground Everything's yeah
0: don't worry about there wasn't like many (laughs) mental mentally injured people staying here for a long time that's crazy dude
1: exactly so i was down in the tunnels and we came up in the laundry facility it's like well it's time to we should go it's getting dark and it's like instead of walking across ground level it's like well why don't we go back through the tunnels just to see if anything else happens right stupid go back down 100 percent the door that I had just come through like two minutes before I opened it, I got it half open and it slammed shut with enough force. I'm 6'1". At that time, I was about 185 that it pulled me into the door hard. Like my head hit the door. Oh, my oh, God. God. I and ran. Yeah. And I wasn't actually far behind. I'm like, fuck this. I just turned around and went up. I've never had anything like that happen before or since, but it scared me. Sh- like I was scared for a week. I'm not going to lie. And I go looking for stuff like this, but I've never had anything physically touch me or move me in any way that was like that was crazy i can't believe you were only scared for a week i would still be talking about (laughs) it
0: i would be like there was this time this door (laughs) slammed on me i'd be like sam we've heard it thousand times could you please stop i would know dude meant i mean if you had to pick a place that that is most often haunted what would it be i think it would have to be shut down mental facility right i mean like because when, when people were thrown in there, it was almost like good riddance. We're not going to, you know, you're kind of not society's problems anymore. You're this facility's problems. And like, I think it was in upstate New York, there's very famous stories of like like children and that were, went disappearing from mental facilities because one of the... The, the um, staff was killing them in deep tunnels and stuff like that. And and nobody was saying anything because they were kids in a mental facility
1: and they were kind of forgotten. It was the same up here. Like you wouldn't think that in Canada, right? How we like to tout, you know, our human rights work or anything like that. But it's the same thing. They get put in there, they're forgotten about. And it's it's really sad. And it's like you can feel... In certain buildings of this place, like when you could go into it safely, you could feel just some parts just felt wrong. You know what I mean? Like it just what?
2: Felt like- I, 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 hey, Jason, I'm curious. You said it, it felt wrong. I'm curious. What? What is there proportionally? Are there more dark presences than there are like benevolent, positive presences? Do you feel? Do you even feel those positive ones? Because it seems like most of the stories we hear about are kind of dark, malignant forces. Uh, I'm curious what the breakdown is there.
1: It's kind of like I've been in places where we've had activity where I don't feel anything. Like nothing at all i think i think when you feel that kind of unless you're like go like to the uk and you go into these buildings they're like 800 years old and you can just like you know the history you can kind of just tell that lots of stuff happened there but not necessarily bad but like places i've been to where we've had activity there's there's been some where it's just don't feel right it feels like you know like because i was a crime reporter for years so i've been to places where people have been murdered just as part of the job and you can feel it or there's been a bad accident oh really like they had to be taken up really yeah, you just know. You just you go there. You can tell someone died, and you just can kind of feel. It feels kind of sad. And I, there's places, parts of Trunkill where you could feel that, where definite bits of sadness where things happen. we we've, we've um, investigated residential schools, uh, where you know where, where basically all the all the First Nations would be just be taken and reprogrammed, and bad stuff happened there too, right? The same, almost like mental institutions. You just you get lots of activity. It just feels sad and off, and just like bad. You just know bad stuff happened. It's just a like feeling you
2: get. Um, but are, are, you would say you never get a positive feeling from these presences
1: no like i'll have stuff like just stuff happen we'll get voice but you just don't feel anything so it's almost like anything sad or maybe um malignant for lack of a better word leave just gives more of a darker vibe whereas the good there's lots of good spirits but you just don't feel you just don't feel anything do you like, think right it's
2: possible you know. that the good spirits aren't in this plane where these darker spirits are does, does that well, i seem think, like I think you? they're both
1: here yeah I think they're You'd, just both around, and you meet uh-huh. good. It's like people, right? You meet there's good people and there's bad people. So when okay. they die, if this is what happens when they die, there's they're good ghosts and there's bad ghosts. So I think it's pretty just that kind of breakdown, really. Okay.
0: What are some of the uh, truths versus myths of the paranormal and paranormal investigations, hmm. in your estimation? What do people don't get right, or what do they get right, and what don't they get right?
1: Well, not everything. <laughs> I always like to point it out because there's this big thing, especially on the TV shows where every haunting is a demon and there's all, you know what I mean? And it's always everything that's evil is connected to the devil. I, I don't believe that at all. I've never seen any evidence of it. I've never experienced anything remotely demonic unless, yeah. Um, you don't always get every something like every single time, like, you know, every place you go into isn't always haunted.
0: Sorry. Sorry. I I, I was taking a drink of water. Cause I want to ex- examine that point. Didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, what do you okay. mean if it's not, always demonic can there be something that's quote unquote creepy or negative energy or what i like to talk about on this show which is low frequency can something be low frequency and not be a demon could it just be a ghost having a bad day and he's like i'm just i'm being an asshole today i'm sorry about that like what what is it that what could it be besides a demon
1: i think yeah like that's that's where people's spiritual beliefs kind of come into play like and i'm not catholic so I, i don't you know take everything that's sort of bad as demonic it's kind of like i said earlier like if a person was a decent person in life and they die and their soul or whatever energy stays behind they're going to probably be a decent spirit so but if a person was a bad person in life and they die and they hang around they're going to be a bad spirit and they're going to do bad things right and so that's how i look at it like one of the guys I work with, Peter Wren, who who I do the show with and I wrote the book co-authored the book with, he is an investigator for a exorcist in Washington state. So part of what he does is he talks to he does investigations where there's alleged demonic activity and determines whether or not it's worth following up in terms of an exorcism. He's done dozens of these he's maybe found one that would have been worth pursuing like, you know pursuing a right of exorcism to. Most of the time, it's kind of like what you said. You're just dealing with a cranky spirit. You know what I mean? You're going into where they live and you're yelling at them and you're asking them to tell them things and prove that they're there. And they probably just get annoyed. Like the one that called me a fucking prick was just like, I don't want to tell you my name. Fuck (laughs) off." Right. I, I think it just comes down more like that than anything else. So yeah, I don't think there's just this evil force at play in some of these places. I think it's just, you're coming across something where something negative happened and that's the energy that you're experiencing. That's kind of how I, at least I look at it for my years of doing this, which isn't to say, I don't think there are, there's a possibility of such a thing as demons either or evil forces out there. I just have never really experienced it. Unless that's what pulled me into the door in the, in the, you know, in the old sanitarium, that's maybe the closest uh, um, i have come. So you're working with Peter Wren.
0: He's part of the Vancouver paranormal society. Uh, what are the Christmas parties like at the uh, Vancouver paranormal society? Is it, is it fun? I mean, is Halloween your biggest event? What, what is going on with that group? Is, it, is he a cool guy? Is Peter Wren cool? What are Peter Wren groupies like? Tell
1: us a little bit about all that. <laughs> yeah, Peter's a good guy. Peter's a really good guy. He's been doing it 27 years. I kind of started working with him back in 2017. We actually have since gone on just recently and created our own group. So we've left Vancouver Paranormal and kind of just created our own group.
0: <laughs> now, do you guys have your
1: own turf? Oh yeah, that's which is you. I never would have thought of this going in, man. Groups are super territorial. Yeah, it's it through it blew my mind. They don't share.
0: Ghost, you're a ghost all the way. Do you
1: (laughs) 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 demonstrate? But it's true. It's really weird because
0: we're people do we're territorial, man. And it's like you know, as a comedian, we used to be like that. We I, I I know some still are, but very territorial. For me, it's just like we should all work together. I mean, like podcasting has made that happen. So I could totally understand why if you were in one group and you start your other group, there might be some weird friction with that.
1: Oh yeah. Like we we do most of our stuff in the interior of the province. So if we went to the coast and maybe yeah. ran into another team, maybe we would throw it out. I don't know. I hope not. Right. But it's weird. Like they get really, yeah. It, it really threw, blew my mind. Like we just want to investigate. That's all I ever, it was really interesting, right? Yeah.
0: No, Xavier, you're having a horrible day today. You're, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you, dude. We can't hear you. So so is Peter Wren like you,
2: the... You don't mean, mean like you
0: can't go... you to get this console, right? No. Yeah. It's, 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 he's lagging really bad. Is that I, XG's ghost
2: there? What was that? Yeah, ghost. that's the
0: ghost of Xavier Guerrero right there. Xavier, you might want to log in and off again. Uh, is there a Michael Jordan of ghost... Oh, uh, Canadian. Let me pronounce your Canadian. Is there a Wayne Gretzky of ghost hunting
1: that we don't know about? No, I, mean, I think who, you've, probably, you've probably heard about all of them, the people that are really well-known. Um, I mean, if you end up on your own TV show, you're doing pretty good, I guess. Um, I think Nick Groff is one of the few who's been able to keep doing it and have credibility. A lot of them don't because, you know, you get a TV show, you've got to produce ratings, you got to have something interesting happen every half hour, and that's when you start hearing stories of stuff being – you know, faked or over-exaggerated, but Nick Gross done a pretty good job of not doing that. As far as we've heard, he's still got credibility. Um, And he still produces an entertaining show. His are one of the few that I can kind of watch and kind of put some stock in. But otherwise you pretty much heard of everybody that's really done anything of note in the last, you know, 20 years since the 2000s that I've come across. Um, And then like Peter, the people I've met, he's done it a long time and he's respected worldwide as well so being able to work with him has been really good and learned a lot and it's helped give me some credibility doing what i do is there
0: so you're writing a book right now peter what the book is called just
1: another uh paranormal investigator can you tell us a little bit about that book yeah it's actually it's just hit uh, out on amazon and barnes and noble yeah the title changed of course right before it came out (laughs) and it's now called i want to believe one man's journey to the paranormal but yeah it just came out um, it sold really well, like in Canada, in its category, it, it became a number one bestseller on Amazon, which we're pretty excited about. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to write that book. And it's just talking about his 27 years and what's happened to him and, you know, his experiences he's investigated, like in Australia and New Zealand and in the States and in England. So a lot of good stories there. And we include one of that, that one case I mentioned where he figured it might've actually been worth following up with an exorcism. So we talk about that in the book.
0: Do you, uh think there's a place that where it tends to be the most haunted, like in terms of countries too, like, is there the most haunted country? And and are there, I mean, I've asked this other uh, of the paranormal people, but is paranormal hunting uh, a white person thing?
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't think so no although most of the people on tv seem to be yeah
0: i mean do you run i knew it's canada there's only like 20 black people but um do they're called the toronto raptors old joke yeah. I worked it in. okay i worked it in i worked it in. but the point is this like i are there black paranormal investigators
1: i because we only have like you said have 20 black people in canada <laughs> I haven't come across one yet but we, we have like you know Native, you know, Hispanic, very many different backgrounds. I'm sure there are in in down in the states. There have to be. You know are there, are
0: there a lot of Native Canadian uh, paranormal investigators?
1: I've met a few. Yeah, I've met a few. Worked with a He
0: Who Hunts Ghost. Is that, yeah. is that <laughs> <kind of> what? <laughs> Johnny, I'm crushing. I don't know why you're enjoying it and not enjoying it's my fun. crush fest right now. It, it, that's, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Xavier Guerrero just got out of work. He's like, "Oh man, my thing ain't working, man. I'm, I can't make it." That's what he just totally did right now. So, uh, so it's just interesting. It's like, it, 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 it's like, are there big uh, paranormal investigators in like Latin America? I know Europe's pretty big, but is Latin America got a? I know they got a lot of. Um, a uh, cult down in Latin America, voodoo, stuff like that. We've had people on the show who've done voodoo who are into voodoo, but have you gone down to Latin America, done any investigations down there?
1: I haven't. No, I've mostly just been investigating here in Canada. And uh, we were, we were hoping until COVID hit that I'd like to go down to Tombstone. We were going to plan to go down to Tombstone and investigate down there um, with our show. We were hoping to go to the UK I've been to the UK and I've been on ghost hunts in the UK and tours. There's tons like UK. You mentioned what's like the most haunted place in the world. It'd have to be the United Kingdom. Like really? It's just, at least from my experience. Yeah. It's just steeped in it just because probably that's where everything started. You know what I mean? For the most part.
0: And then those Royals were savage back in the day.
1: Well, yeah. Right. And you had the crusades when the Romans invaded and the, you know, the Viking, it's just, there's so much history there. Um, it's almost like you know a ghost on every block or street corner it, it felt like so but I'm pretty sure there's act there, there is activity worldwide so if there's activity worldwide there's probably people investigating in every corner of the globe in some way so I am pretty confident that way
0: what's the difference between
1: a go- ghost and hauntings well the, the haunting is the activity the ghost is what's causing the haunting right um, so you've got ghosts and they're 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 in a place and they're moving shit around and opening and closing doors and that is called that is called the haunting, at least in the traditional sense of it. So and then in hauntings there's the there's the intelligent and then there's the the uh, intelligent hauntings and then residual hauntings and the residual hauntings are it's like that same thing replaying itself. You know, like I said, every night at night, every Friday thirteenth at nine o'clock at night, someone walks through a doorway and keeps going and it just repeats. And the intelligent is where you're getting. It's reacting to you in some way, opening doors, oh. shadows moving, void you are hearing voices, uh, stuff like that. So do you the
2: think the uh, the non-reactive hauntings, the ones that seem to be on a schedule, is there any sentience to those at all, or do you think they're merely like remnants of energy?
1: They're mere, like I like to talk, like explain them as kind of remember, like back in the '80s, you could have a tape that you could record on, but you could keep recording over it, but you occasionally hear the old song playing underneath the new one. That's how yeah. I. That's that's a residual haunt. There's nothing. Earth intelligent to it at all it's just replaying and if you interrupt it it just kind of keeps keeps looping
2: in your experience are ghosts are they bound to the places uh where they haunt or can they can they move about uh i mean do they have some freedom of movement what's your sense of that like can they the intel- follow they a person you have a freedom position? of movement they do they do, they they do? like around. they could yeah. use
0: zell and find a new place to haunt yeah <laughs> ghost
1: realtors kind of
0: thing maybe, yeah maybe, yeah right? they're sending each other Zell. <laughs> they like look at this one let's go haunt
1: this yeah <laughs> there has been there, I've, I've heard of cases of
2: them being able to move definitely be able to move and, so what, yeah. like following families for instance or what how would yep. that work
1: following families they followed it follow, followed investigators home oh wow from time to time like okay. you've had stuff where you go back and next thing you know the same shit's happening at your house as and those are ghosts right
2: 13. not you're not yeah. talking about demons because most people no. associate that behavior with like a demonic presence
1: yeah yeah, no, we, we believe it's just same spirits as you'd find anywhere else, right? So it's, it's interesting, and you take your precautions at a place when you leave, you're done to make sure stuff doesn't follow you. What, but it's, wait, what does
2: that mean? What, what kind of precautions would you take?
1: It depends. Like, if people are, who are religious, like, they'll, they'll bring, like, you know, a cross with Jesus on it and do sort of a prayer. Some people will leave, like, you know, stones or do or burn sage, or you just simply say, okay, we're done. You have no permission to follow us home. You're, you're to stay here. We're, we're, you know, we're going home now. And something as simple as that can do it. So. Why is
0: it always Jesus? Now uh, people listening at home, I haven't, uh, you know, I love shape-shifting Jesus. I'm a big fan of the guy. I love that at breakfast, the chicken snake, God sent him down to fight the archons that were begging our chicks. You guys know, I respect Jesus, but why is it always, why is Jesus the guy? Is there no other religion? Like how come nobody's fighting spirits with
1: Buddha? Well, maybe they do, but it seems, I guess, because Christianity is that most common religion right now in North America, that that's what everybody comes back to. And that's kind of where popular culture's taken things. Sam, like in every movie, like, you know, the Conjuring movies, right? It's always, always the Catholics and the crosses and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's just become popular in popular culture as a way to combat it. Um, but yeah, any any religious belief or any background seems to work, if that's what you believe in. It kind of is based really on what you believe your belief system lies. And I think what brings you comfort. If we have to get down to it, what are your
0: theories on what the paranormal are? I have my, I, like I said earlier, there's so many different beliefs on what ghost and demon represent.
1: What are your theories on it? On the paranormal? I, I, I kind of, I've got two sort of ones that I'm working with. Um, and I think one is just when we die, we're all made up of energy, Right. The earth has an electromagnetic field. When we die, that energy has to go somewhere and it simply just goes off into the rest of the energy and some of it gets stuck in a spot maybe or some of it just is free to float around. And that's where you get the two different kinds of hauntings. There's another thought because that science is really looking at because they've already started to show different timelines, you know, like string theory, the possibility Ooh, of different we're dimensions. We're getting into some of that. That kind of stuff. And that there's a, there's a belief coming up that that's what we're experiencing. We're simply encountering either stuff that's happened in past time or future time, or maybe like if people are talking about a Skinwalker Ranch where there's doorways opening to other dimensions or different realities where there's different versions of us having this conversation and you know what I mean? And we're riding chickens or whatever, that kind of thing. That, that, yeah. could, that could be what we we're experiencing as well, right? Hell yeah.
0: So. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, like the more and more you study everything, I do believe the multiple dimension stuff. I think that's what Bigfoot is. I believe that's what mm-hmm. Bigfoot is, an interdimensional guy that apparently they don't have any manscape in that dimension because <laughs> he's just for her full, full fur and he I mean that's a dimension. Why wouldn't there be a furry guy from another dimension? And then the archons like that's why like go away. Like you're not supposed to hear them and that's what they're dealing with and then you know who knows when these dimensions just crisscross and overflap. And all that stuff, it's just so much more interesting than, than what we're taught. And oh, I, yeah. I know that there's people that can't see it, but I just don't think you've
1: unlocked that level to get to see it. And same with UFOs, right? Like they're popping in from somewhere and popping back out again. It doesn't necessarily mean they're from outer space. They're just maybe popping in from a different dimension or plane of existence. John Keel wrote tons of books about that possibility. That these are, Everything we're experiencing is just beings from the, he called it like an ultraverse or something like that, that they just, they just come here and they like to fuck with us because they're obviously smarter and they can take on different forms and they pop back in. That's why, you know, back in biblical times, they wrote about, you know, chariots of the gods in the sky. And then in the Victorian era, there are these airships. And now we're getting things that look like stealth bombers. Like, it's just, I think it's just, there's a good argument that this is all something coming from just a different plane of existence. And we're interpreting it as certain things or that's just what they're like. Like you say, Bigfoot bigfoot tracks can be found in the snow go through a yard and they disappear halfway through and where did they go he just popped into somewhere else what do you 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 know it's so funny like
0: as a comedian i'll watch a movie like punchline with tom hanks and i'll be like dude that is not how it works you're making it all foo-foo real easy she's doing stand-up for a week and then she gets to the tonight show and everyone's like yeah i could do that like when you watch Ghostbusters, are you like "fuck that noise"? That's not even close. Get out of here! Nobody's getting slimed. Do you ever do that? Oh, for sure. And I love Ghostbusters. I've showed my kid that recently. Even an all-women's one. You love that one? Pardon me. Did you love the all-female version?
1: No. <laughs> Nothing about the cast. Friend, uh, it just was God a bad movie. Her, but, yeah. It was just a bad, bad movie. Funny women, bad movie.
0: Well, it's like when, when, when. You start off with, we're going to make the cast this before you even have the story. Then yeah. Of course, it's going to suck. It's like sketches, like in stand-up <laughs> comedy. Like I know guys who write sketches based on jokes and they surround the sketch around that joke. It always sucks mm-hmm. because when you're coming at this fine little piece and you're creating something wrong, it's never that well. So my friends on it, I'm happy she made a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, everybody knew it was going to be ghosts, but garbage, but I always fell in love with ghosts because i you know loved ghostbusters when it came out in the movie theater i went and saw it like five times i just loved it
1: when first i went opening weekend i think yeah five times over the course of that entire summer and i watch it every year you know with my son around halloween it's just one of our regular watches right i mean it's not there's nothing no accuracy to it at all but it's a fun escapist film and it's interesting how dan ackroyd is he wrote it because he is interested in Ghosts and the paranormal. He loves it. These have been a lifelong enthusiast. So that's, he translated that into this really good piece of escapist entertainment, but it's not believable. And most movies you watch about, I've I've yet to see a movie about people investigating ghosts that feels is anything like what I do. For one, the movies are far more interesting than, than what we do. You know, and, and you don't see people on a regular basis getting picked up and thrown across rooms. Crosses don't turn upside down. That doesn't even happen. That does, that's not a thing. It's a thing Hollywood made up. Everybody's so, super fuckable, too. It's like our ghost hunters tend to be, like, super bangable. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not on a regular basis. <laughs> but in the movies, they always my, my hair's
0: standing up, and I'm getting rock hard. I sense <laughs> this ghost. <laughs> Not here, Steve. I told you. Leave that at home. (laughs) Right? It's just very interesting people. But everybody, like, whenever they got to do a movie, they got to put, like, tens playing. I'm like, that does not seem real at all. No. (laughs) Wouldn't you love, though, to come and find a Sigourney Weaver that's frisky like that? You're like, damn, okay. Let's do an exorcist. Everybody leave the room. I I got this one. (laughs) I got this. (laughs) The most attractive universally talked about ghost hunter out there is there one like everyone's like dude bob jackman is like dude that guy gets all the ghost puss
1: <laughs> i've i've not heard of one in particular that has actually it doesn't seem <laughs> to come up <laughs> i'm sure because zach baggins is rich and kind of weird he probably does quite well for himself but you know like there's no ladies of ghost hunting calendar out there
0: where I can no. get them hunting in their bikinis or anything no. like that.
1: <laughs> That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make that. Just throw me a couple, a couple. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> That's loons, a really bro. Good throw one. me
0: some loons, dog.
1: But there hasn't there's nothing it's not it's just sadly not that organized, I guess, as a whole
0: There's no money yet, so there's no hot chicks. There's You're no right. money in there's no money and coke in fucking ghost hunting. So hot chicks <laughs> no. aren't gonna show up. You, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> if every ghost hunter had a eight ball with it, you'd have fucking Instagram models everywhere.
1: Exactly, right? But it just doesn't happen. Like <laughs> it just
0: doesn't happen. But like, if you had to pick one, um, if you had to pick one show where you're like, that's probably the closest to what it's like, or or, or film. What would you pick?
1: Uh, did you ever watch that movie, The Entity? I did not. It came back in like 1980. It's based on a real case, but aside from the ending, because it's a, a woman who is basically like an an incubus. So she starts getting she's basically being raped by an unseen spirit in her house. I think Barbara Hershey was the actress that was in it. Um, So she ends up calling in people who investigate and the portions where they are investigating actually came across very realistic until the ending when they tried to freeze it in this fake room with like hydrogen and all, you know what I mean? Once that happened, it lost me. But for about an hour of the movie, they did a really good job of portraying it in a pretty believable fashion. So the
0: last time there was a realistic movie was the 80s?
1: Yeah, probably, and that was like 1980, 81. So, dude, you, you gotta you write go. a movie, dude. You gotta write a movie, man. That's it's on my radar as something I definitely want to do because it'd, it'd be interesting to see how we could put it together. It's so interesting, and hire hot chicks to star in it because then it would really uh, sell. Are
0: there? Uh,
1: yeah, that's for the sell, dude. Um,
0: do you, are there? Uh, have you seen like an, animal spirits, animal ghosts, demon dogs, or anything like that? no no
1: sadly no (laughs) no animals no haunted animals no rabbits with red eyes staring at you pissed heard of people seeing you know like a cat that's not there you know and stuff like that but i mean cats are kind of crazy anyway so it probably was a real cat i've never had anything happen that would suggest it was any kind of animal but you hear stories especially like over in europe like the, the big cat the phantom cat they call them big cat phenomenon but they're like people seeing panthers that aren't you know that aren't real panthers they're bigger and you know hounds of hell and that kind of thing and dog men down in the states parts of the states southern united states which are like bigfoot but it's a dog and they're bigger assholes i heard right they're they're like they're they're really dicks yeah mean-spirited sons of bitches right but i mean yeah but i've never come across anything like that i mean i'd love to probably for like about 30 seconds and then i get the fuck out of there but i think it would just be kind of interesting to experience something kind of like that
0: Well, if you had to sit here and tell yourself, well, I want to finish with that, but I want to get into this. You're you're shooting films. How's that going? How much how 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 long do you usually have to shoot to get enough for a film or
1: video or any of that stuff? We'll go shoot however the length of the investigation is. Like we've gone for like we've shot we've been on the location for like eight hours. We'll shoot the whole time and shoot everything. So very much a documentary style. And then we compile it back into videos. Um, and we usually do like an investigation will make up two 10 minute videos roughly. Um, so you're looking like eight hours for two 10 minute videos, basically and t- like three cameras running nonstop, like tons of footage that we kind of capture and then have to piece together and edit. And we're lucky we have a editor named Jason Morris, who he's made award winning documentaries. we got him putting it together and he and I kind of sit down and figure out how we make it make sense and be interesting with what we got. Cause we don't stage anything. We just want to shoot whatever happens on the investigation. Um, yeah. My, my
0: question is, where's the, you obviously do this cause you love it and you'd love mm-hmm. to be able to pay your bills and take care of your family. What is the business model of ghost hunting?
1: It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem to be one, <laughs> which is why you end up putting it on the YouTube, hoping you get enough people to watch it. And then the book tie-in, I mean, that's, you know that I mean? That's kind of what you have to do. Unless you can get track, the attention of some, like the travel network, which doesn't seem to do travel shows anymore, or history that doesn't do history shows, they do ghost shows. And then you kind of, that's how you make it, your money at it. So it really has to be this, just like you said, something you love to do, which I do.
0: Okay, I have an idea. Okay. We're going to do the paranormal version of Patreons or OnlyFans. (laughs) And we're going to call it bookers okay and and you're gonna and you just basically want some you do one week where you just go and either talk to ghosts or do a ouija board or something like that that's a great idea i dude i am giving you gold bro And you're gonna I'm gonna return my phone calls when you're making all this money. be like, hey, you remember me? I'm the guy who came up with bookers.
1: You remember that, dude? And you'd be like, no, <laughs>
0: dude, I don't remember. Hang up. The, the women
1: of uh, the women of paranormal investigation calendar. Yes, guy, dude.
0: We need to see <laughs> So, why dude, you get a bunch of Instagram models who love ghosts and just send them in some fucking places and just see what happens. Oh, it see would who sell. gets
1: pregnant. I'm sure it would sell in a second, right? (laughs) Right. I
0: mean, dude, this is huge, dude. People love ghosts. Bookers will be great. (laughs) Ten bucks, somebody will fucking make that happen, dude. Somebody will make that happen. So, I mean, like, I want, I want to end this with this question: What do you think we live in? Like, what is? I mean, based on all of the the investigating you've done, the you know the, the seeing of the spirits, whether they're white light or darkness. And that, real quick, before we get into that, do you see white light beings before? And what do you do with that? Be like, hey, man, sorry, we thought you were an asshole. We're going to let you
1: go. <laughs> I've never seen a white light being. I've seen dark, like the, the dark shape. But have you I'm ever never. seen
0: positive energy beings and stuff like that? No, You'll, so know. you're like cops. You only get called when it's a bunch yeah. of
1: assholes. If it's if it's bad, we're called basically,
0: right? Guess, right, definitely. And unlike cops, you don't get called to bachelorette parties. They don't Never. always like call the ghost hunter over to. Never None
1: happened, that. sadly. That sucks. Yeah, get that going, dude. We gotta get
0: that going, dude. Um, so like, if you had to sit there and think about like what what do we live in? I mean, that is the question. Is it a ball? Is it a flat earth? Is it a simulation? Is it a plane? Is it a, is it a computer program? Like over your investigations, what do you
1: think it's been? I think it's definitely, I mean, I think we're living in just one possible time stream. Out of that many. all
0: time goes on at the same time.
1: Yeah. But you can drop, you know, but you you can move in and out. of If you know, you know, whatever's happening around us is moving in and out of it. And we, as people haven't figured that out yet. And maybe those who have haven't, aren't telling anyone. You know what I mean? I think that's definitely, we're just in one little, like you and I right now are having this conversation and I'm sure you could jump to a different part of a, this whole spectrum of reality and run to do other versions of ourselves, but it's just different. Um, I think that's where you get that deja vu feeling. I think that's why when you meet people, so you feel like you've met them sometime before, or I think it's just, we're in one possible reality, and there's lots of different ones laying on top of each other. Carl Sagan kind of did a, a thing on Co- the original cosmos back in the day, where he talked about a 3d world and a 2d world. And occasionally that 2d world could drop in on 3d. That's world.
2: brilliant. By the way, that thing, that yeah. video is brilliant. Yeah.
1: Isn't it, and that's the easiest way I can kind of explain it. And Okay occasionally you can see that other 2d reality because yours is 3d it's not always present all the time and i think that to me just makes the most sense out of everything i've experienced so far and what do you think about
0: the theory that we're moving into a 5d world
1: the 5d we're, world
0: yeah that we're now starting to elevate into a higher frequency of that we're entering the age of aquarius and i know once you say that it starts getting into you know the hot chicks of paranormal. Uh, calendar <laughs> stuff, but it's like that—that that we're entering a very higher level of
1: understanding. I, I think we are, because you, if you look around, more people are interested in this whole topic that we're talking about right now than I think has ever happened, except maybe since the '70s. Um, and I think people are becoming just more aware, and they're starting to ask more questions. I think, especially like look what's gone on the last year, right? I think people are just wondering if there's more to life than just what we had like what so you mean you're born you kind of get older start your own family you do a career you retire you die that's it like that's the point of this that seems like bullshit to me so i think people more people are starting to question that and that's where you're getting that elevated sense of consciousness and i could see us entering a whole new hopefully reality maybe not in my lifetime it'd be nice but ha- has any of the spirits ever told you what happens on
0: the other side have you ever asked them what happened what happens when you die
1: yeah. And they don't answer that.
0: Oh, really? They're like, <laughs> can't, I, I signed that
1: NDA. I can't do this. Yeah. They just don't. Right. But it, it, the fact is that we're communicating with something and so there's quite often they do acknowledge that they've died. Like some don't know. Like when you, you ask that question, but some will say, yeah, you know, they think, you know, that they, they do. That makes me think that something obviously does happen. You go somewhere and it's just, we got to wait till we get there to find out what that is unfortunately but it'd be nice to know
0: it is real interesting dude what is the next level everybody i talk to they say when we
1: die we go to a
0: better place you know and i'm in my 40s right now late 40s me too and a lot of people around me they're, they're losing people whether it's from this you know just it's where the generation before us is getting to that age where it's like their turn and we move into the oldest generation or this pandemic is really, really sucking their soul out. And some people want to check out, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, and that is you, I would tell you, please don't do it. I mean, please, because the truth of the matter is based on everything I've learned and people I've talked to is you're going to come back and have to do the exact same thing again. You're going to have to come through and do it again. So what you're going through right now is why you're here. You're here to learn how to deal with this. So that's, that's your purpose down here. And man, it's very advanced thinking that, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm to my own horn because you could be like, Oh, bad things are happening to me for blah, 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 for re, for reasons. Blah, blah, blah. Why do kids die? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that I, I'm just telling you, man, based on everything that I know, everybody comes here to learn something. And sometimes, Bad things happen to good people because sometimes they're here to learn it. But when you call it early, you, you have to come back and do it again. And that's kind of rough. Have you ever talked to
1: anybody that you've lost? I've, you know what? And that's a, I have once. Cause I lost my father when I was 19, then he oh, was 56. He died of a heart attack. Um, and I, for a while I lived in the house that he had built for my mom and I as our family, right. I took it over. My mom had moved out. I was in it. And actually a friend friend of mine was over, it was nighttime. And he's like, you know, we're talking just about this very topic, like, you know, ghosts, spirits and all that. And I was like, well, have you ever had anything happen that made you think your dad was still around? And when he asked that question, all the lights in the house went out. Not on the street. The street lights were all on, but all the lights in the house went out. And for some reason, he just went like, dad, not now. And they all came back on.
0: Wow.
1: And that cemented in me. And I was about in my early 20s then okay yeah there's more going on there's life after death of some kind and it can stick around so and i was talking to someone who's like the person i respected most in this world right at that time so yeah it was who was that randy macho man savage
0: pardon me who was that who oh that was your dad who you were my dad yeah most? not randy
1: macho man savage
0: okay, not I'm to discredit sorry. randy macho man savage no i was like <laughs> rick flair was probably one of the most respected people i know so uh <laughs> i appreciate it. so i have a final question from you do you feel that in the universe that you are the only person to have the last action hero poster on your wall <laughs>
1: i get that all the time (laughs) and
0: i I I mean not
2: a
1: lot of people
0: want to remember that movie including the people in it
2: no dude that was a great movie
0: what do you think happened then john i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong but that movie hit and then that poor kid they pushed him out there that he was gonna be a big star and the movie for some reason flopped
2: i think it just hit with kids like on tape you know vhs home video later and it they don't buy movie tickets you know what i mean so Cause I see a fight
1: club, but why, why last action hero? Did It was, I was a Schwarzenegger fan. I still am a Schwarzenegger fan growing up. And I thought I was probably one of the last people on the planet that actually enjoyed last action hero. Like it's not grave, but for some reason when I, thank you, Johnny, when I got older, I kept the poster for some, you know what I mean? It's one of those things that mom didn't throw out and I could kind of keep and hide and stuck it away. Mm-hmm. And then when I was sitting at my office a little while back, I opened my roll of posters and I'm like, I have the last action hero poster still. So I wonder that where that kid is
0: right now. I
1: wonder where he is. Drugs, <laughs> probably <laughs> ruined his probably. career, and probably his life. Unfortunately, are you serious? That kid got on drugs? Is that right? No, no, no. I'm just saying. But you look oh, at okay. like you look at all the child stars that were really Yo, put, no, like, no, no. I just wanted to make sure I that. wasn't like, laughing at a
2: real story there. Okay.
1: No, 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 no. I'm I'm just just joking. John, and he's gonna come and haunt
0: you after. in your fake Joe Rogan studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean fake? Shut the fuck up. Well, Jason, you are excellent. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Next time, you know, you're always welcome back. Again, if you could tell our listeners where they can find you and uh, anything you want to promote.
1: I know your book just dropped, so give it a nice little push. Yeah, no, the the book just came out. Uh, I Want to Believe, One Man's Journey into the Paranormal, available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Uh, I got our web series, We Want to Believe, which can be found on uh, the Paranormal Network, which is part of joeblo.com. And then I also post a lot of my stuff at WeCameFromTheBasement.com as well. So, and Sam, thank you so much for having me on. I'm a fan of your show, and it's been great to chat with you about this.
0: What, what is, real quick, what is Joe Blow? Is that, is that old TV show? What is Joe
1: Blow? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's run out of Montreal, Canada, but it's, it's a movie news entertainment site, um, and it's one of the bigger ones on the planet. So it's Joe Blow, the Joe Blow Movie Network. And so they nice. created a bunch of different YouTube channels, and one of them they decided was Paranormal because Paranormal is popular. So... Final question. Why is Canadian comedy
0: so good and Canadian music so not as good? <laughs> <laughs> like you've got like all these incredible Canadian comics and then you have like Nickelback and Celine Dion.
2: Brian Adams. Yeah, Brian Adams. But yeah. knock off Bruce Springsteen. Our Lady Peace. And um, way
0: back in the day. What do you think that's about? I mean, if I that's un- not
1: I, I, I know there's good there's good musicians up here. Oh, well, you got like Rush. Rush, is, Rush is Canadian,
2: music. right? Rush yeah, is Rush, okay. yeah okay. Rush.
1: yes. Okay. Rush, what Helix was. I don't know if you guys remember Helix, Rock you, you know, stuff like, no, no. No. Probably didn't really-
0: Adam Ant, I remember him way back in the day. And then he just disappeared, right? It was so weird.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I think most of the good ones got snatched up by U.S. labels. And they said, there's more money down there. And that's what they went and did, right? I, that wouldn't surprise me. Same with filmmakers, like Canadian filmmakers, all went to Hollywood instead of making movies up here. Yeah, money.
0: Interesting. You, are
1: you part of the people in Canada
0: who hates Toronto? No, I have no trouble with Toronto. Toronto is the L.A. of Canada, right? Everyone. Oh, like, it is oh.
2: definitely most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> RK Fire, RK
2: Fire is Canadian.
0: They're good. Okay, all right. Yeah, Johnny. Right. point taken? I'm wrong. Canadian comics and music both rocks winner winner chicken dinner jason hewitt thank you again for coming on thank you for the kind words uh i appreciate that sorry xavier guerrero's um his his zoom didn't work i know you've always wanted to talk to him oh wait a minute maybe next time
2: the band the band is canadian there we go except for Levon helm yeah that's the band is the winner Okay. Johnny, Bobby we're Robert seeing a weird float thing floating in your glasses
0: too. So just to let you know, turn your head a little bit, turn your it's, head. It's the light. Yeah. It's look light. at that. It's paranormal. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much. You're always welcome back. Anytime. Hit us up when you want to come back and talk again, bud. I would love to. Thanks so much guys. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and please uh, see me in New Jersey. Tickets are going quickly and the float fest. Is going to be amazing. Thank you, guys. You go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional some shit. shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
0: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.